we continue discussing the issue of Lysuskaidadu with particular application regarding Hilchas Tefillah. The question that comes up, obviously, is somebody davens in a shul that davens a different nusach than he's a constant. If he davens nusach Ashkenaz and he's davens in a shul where they davens Sfarad, or vice versa. So, Rav Shlema Zaman Orbach, and Dalicha Shlema, Perakei Halacha Chav Beis, Paskins, he should not change his Nusach. Even though that's, even though he always davens in that shul, he should hold on to the Nusach that he always davened with because of Al Titosh. But he goes on to say that even though he shouldn't change his Nusach, he should teach his children to daven with the nusach that they daven in that shul. A very interesting psak. He also says that if somebody, for whatever reason, was trained to daven in a different nusach than the nusach of his parents, and now he realizes that he's not davening the same nusach of his father, if it's not difficult, he should try to daven in the nusach of his father. He paskins that about tshuva, we discussed this in our previous year, should daven in the nusach of his fathers. But again, if he is connected to a community, he should follow the community. He said he follow, he feels that a bachur in yeshiva should follow the minig of his parents, unless that bachur feels that by following the minig of his parents it will affect his learning, it will affect his place in the yeshiva. Then he could change nuschas. But he makes a very important point. He says that once a person has chosen a nusach. He should always follow that nusach. He can't jump back and forth on nuschas. The only thing he does interestingly say, he says, let's say there's a boy who is a Sephardi, and the Sephardim wear talesim even when they are not married, bachrim. Ashkenazim typically only wears talesim once they get married. And you have this Bachar, who is a Sephardi, but because of his situation, he's going to start davening Nusach Ashkenaz, and because he's going to start davening Nusach Ashkenaz, he, but he still wants to wear a talus, he's saying that's not a problem, that isn't against what he just said, that you should always follow the min- your meaning. All the way, pick a minute and follow it all the way through, because he says that davening with a davening, he says um, with a talus doesn't mean you're a svardim. There are plenty Ashkenazim, he says, who daven also, um, who daven also nusach, who also wear a talus, and since they also wear a talus, that's not considered a contradiction by them, even if they're davening. Nusach Ashkenaz. Ramosha has a tshuva 
in Chaim Chelek Beis, Simen Choftes. Ramayusha discusses there a person who, obviously it is the opinion of Ramayusha, that if you daven one nosach, and you're davening in a shul that davens a, dis- a different nosach, you should daven your nosach. But Ramayusha has a chiddush that that only applies to the people in the shul. Ramayusha says, as far as the baltfilah, Ramayusha says the baltfilah has to daven the, nus- the nosach of the shul. Because Ramayusha says, the reason... Um, the reason the Baltfila Davin Shmanesrei, even though he's going to be saying Chazor Sashats, is because the, per- the Baltfila saying the Shmanesrei is a preparation for when he's going to say Chazor Sashats. And since it's a preparation for when he's going to say Chazor Sashats, he can't have that the quiet Shmanesrei and the Chazor Sashats should be in different Nuschos. However, I saw that the Sharm Tzion in Simen Chavov, Sifkotten Gimel, disagrees very strongly against Ramosha. He says, certainly, Bismanazeh, where we daven from a Siddur, there is, there is no problem if you're davening the Nusach when you daven the Kwaich Menesrei versus when you daven the Chazar Sashats, different Neschos, and he says, therefore, you could um, certainly um, daven different Shmanesres, the quiet Shmanesre versus the Chazar Sashats, and he actually quotes the Shoyle Meshiv, the Paskin that way as well. Ramosh Sternbuch in the Shailas Chuvis, Chuvis on Hogus, Chalik Dalid Simon Chavtes. He says, certainly, if you're davening in a place, that even if the place does have an established Nusachatfila, however, there are a lot of people coming to this place and from different places. And everybody recognizes that people are coming with different menhagim. And he says, especially now after the Holocaust, where we live in a world of a kibbutz Goliath, where everybody came, came together in America and at Yisrael and different communities, where we're in gathering of people that come from different communities, it's not considered loisus gaidadu, if people daven in the same shul with different menhagim, it's not considered a machloikus. Because we go back to explaining why is there an issue of license going to do. Certainly, we follow the approach of Rashi that says the license going to do is only by looks kishtei tyrus. There is no problem over here of license going to do because a nusach has nothing to do with kishtei tyrus. But even if we follow the approach of the Rambam, the Loisus Gaidu is because of Machloikus. And therefore, as we've explained, according to the Rambam, Loisus Gaidu is applicable even by a difference of Menhogim. That's only when people don't recognize that they're different Menhogim. 
Just like he says, as our Gemara taught us, and we actually discussed this in the previous year, that why can we read the Megillah on different days in the same town? The Bnei Kfarim, the people who live in the villages, read the Megillah on an earlier date than the people that live in this town. And there's no license got to do because everybody realizes, everybody knows the first Mishnah Masech the Megillah, Megillah in the Kras, that the Megillah is read on different dates for different people. Here too, it's not considered license got to do, and people could have it in the same shul with different menhagim. And that's why he says, in all areas of minig in tefillah, you could have people in the same shul davening with different menhagim. It's not considered loyses goyedu. Only if you're davening, it seems, in a shul where there's a very established minig, there is there much more of a concern if you're going to do different than the very, very established, than the very, very established minig. The meches Yitzchak and Chelik Zion. Simon Hey discusses the same question. Davening in a shul um, that you daven from a different minig than that shul. There he says, besides from Kedusha, everybody quotes the Shail Sachuvas Mesh of Dover from the Natsiv. Since Kedusha said out loud, we have to be careful to say the Kedusha the same way as everybody else, but, and he says, even, he says a very interesting svara. He says, so let's say, the person will say, I want to say Kedushu at my Nusach. So yes, if I say it out loud, there's going to be a concern, so I'll say Kedushu quietly, and like that, I could say the Kedushu at my Nusach. So he says that that's still unacceptable. He says, because, then it turns out that you're saying Kedusha Biyachid. You're not saying it as part of the Tzibur. And there's Alocha that the Kedusha should be said as part of a Tzibur. Particularly, he quotes Urban Kiva who says that the Kedusha is supposed to be said together with the Shliach Tzibur. And therefore, you should say the, shli- the Kedusha the same way as the Shliach Tzibur says, even though you Tzibur you're saying in the Nusach that you're accustomed to. He says, Furthermore, as we've quoted him previously, he says that in terms of the Havara, in terms of the pronunciation of the word, one has to be very careful to follow the minig that he established. He also says, interestingly, that we know that the Gemara says that one is supposed to sit in the sukkah on Shvinit Saras, the Chutzlarts, Yisuvi Yasvinan, we sit in the sukkah, Barachalayim of we just don't make a bracha. He says, however, when it comes to when it comes to this, there are minig. The minig is the chesidim davin. Don't sit in the sukkah. One, one should follow. One should follow the minig of his parents, even on something like this, which is mentioned, even like something like this, which is mentioned in the Gemara. The question that comes up, and there are many Paiskim that discuss this question, is if a shul had a minig to daven in a specific nusuch, and for whatever reason they want to change their nusuch. 
Under what circumstances may they, under what circumstances may they not? And the same question really comes up in establishing a Nusach. So the Mashag that we quoted in a previous year in Chelek Bey's Simon Samach Zayin discusses the following situation. There was a shul that apparently accepted to Davin, the Davin Ashkenaz, but there was a group of people in that shul that wanted Davin Nusach Sfarad. And they said that if they won't Davin Nusach Sfarad, they're going to open up their own shul. So because of that, they decided to Davin Nusach Sfarad. And the question is, and they accepted that threat, so to speak, and they started to daven Nusach Svard without asking all the mem- the the committee, the Gaboim, started davening Nusach Svard without asking the members of the community. Furthermore, um, the question is, can how, how does it work here? We have a do we follow the roiv or not? So he said. So he makes a number of points. Number one, he said, the points that he wants to particularly stress is that this isn't such a major issue. He says that the issue of Machlaikis is much more of an issue than the issue of Nusach. He says that number one, there's no Al-Titosh Torah regarding Nusach HaTfilah. There's no Chiv really to say Pesukah de Zimra. It's appropriate, of course, to say Pesukah de Zimra. He says most of the places where you will find a difference between the Nusach, between the different Nuschos, really aren't places in Halacha that have a very significant, that are significant, make a difference in Halacha. And therefore, he says that even though it was done without the consent of the entire community, and it could well be that had the Gaboyim known that if it would go to a vote to the entire community, maybe the vote would have been that they shouldn't change the Nusachat Fila. Now that they've already changed the Nusachat Fila, they should leave it and not go back to the original, and not go back to the original nusach. I also saw that the Minchas Yitzchak discusses this question, and he says it should go to a vote. But it's interesting to mention what he says. He says when it goes to a vote, the vote should be based on people's real nusach. He says, in other words, if people daven nusach svarad. So they should vote for Nusach Svarad. And the people, Davin, this is in Chayel Gimel Simantes, and the people Davin Nusach Ashkenaz, they should vote for Nusach Ashkenaz. He says all too often what happens is that people don't just vote based on what their minig is. They vote for different political considerations. He says this is not a vote that's based on political considerations. This is a vote that's based on halacha. And therefore, if we're establishing a new shul and we're going to decide what nusach to daven, it should be determined strictly 
by what people's true nusach is, not any other consideration. The Chalkus Yaakov, in the original Chalkus Yaakov, it's in Chalik Aleph, Simon Ayin Tes. In the newer version of the Chalkus Yaakov, it's in Chalik Arachayim, Simon Lamed Vav, discusses a very interesting Shiloh. He says, apparently, the Shiloh was written to him already before the war, from the town of Krakow, where there was a shul that was established by an individual who gave money for the shul, and he made two conditions. One condition was that no one who do, that the only people who could daven, the only people who could be balitfilo, are people who have beards, and number two that they have to daven nusach ashkenaz. But now the population that davens in the shul has changed, and most of the people, all the people, are chsidim. And they want to daven Nusuch Svard. And the question is, could they switch from Nusuch Ashkenaz to Nusuch Svard? He says that only, he says, two piske halochi, he says. Number one, in this situation, we don't follow Royce. In this situation, the only way we could change the Nusuch is if everybody wants to change the Nusuch. Since this was already an established shul, that's davening with a specific nusuch, we can't change the nusuch unless everybody in the shul agrees to change the nusuch. So he says, so what would be the halacha? On the other hand, if everybody in the shul agreed to change the nusuch, we have the issue that the person who donated the shul made a very clear stipulation that he wants them to daven nusuch ashkenaz. So he goes in, we don't really have the time to go into all the details, but he goes into a lengthy discussion that this is not considered the type of condition that may not be violated under any circumstances. And he says that under these circumstances, they could change, that if that's the circumstance that everybody wants to change the Nusuch, they could change the Nusuch to Nusuch Sad, if everybody agrees. The Shal Shachuvis Oz Nidbru in Chalik Vov. Simon Memvov discusses such shilas as well, and he speaks about the following shila. He says, as we've been learning, it is the opinion of most Paiskim that if you're davening in a shul that davens in a different nusach than you do, so when you daven quietly, you could daven with your nusach. When you daven out loud, you should daven with the nusach of your shul. Uh, you should daven the nusach of the shul. So his question is, if somebody is about tefillah in such a shul, if somebody is about tefillah in such a shul, can he daven the, part, the quiet part of the kedusha with his own nusach and the loud part um, with the nusach of the shul? Is that considered... So he says that even though one should daven the different, even though one could daven different nuschos, not like Reb Moshe, the quiet Shmanesrei versus the latch Shmanesrei, it's not that right to daven the Shkedusha half in one nusuch and half 
half in one Nusuch and half in another Nusuch. Ramosha, as well, has a discussion about such a Shaila. This is Ramosha in the Shal's Chuvas Igris Moshe, Eurachayim, Chelik Beis, Simon, Chof Aleph, where The question is that people, the Shul Davin's Nusach Ashkenaz, but there are now many people who came to Davin in the Shul, whose minig is to Davin Nusach Svard. And the question is, what, what should they do uh, under these circumstances? So Moshe's approach is as follows. He says, the Nusach Atfila of Nusach Ashkenaz is... They should continue. But he says, different minhogim that are not really contradictory to halacha can be said. He says, one of the nafkamina says, it's apparently Nusuch Sfarad has a minig that they say Rosh Hashanah in the evening after before Kaddish, Ladovid Mizmer. Or they say Shir HaMalas Mimamakim during the service he made tshuva between Yishtabach and Baruchu. He says, since that is not such a major halachic issue, that may be done to accommodate the people who daven Nusuch Sfarad in the community. He says, even saying Hallel on Pesach at night, that Nusuch Sfarad says, and Nusuch Sfarad doesn't say, you should you could say you could say halal. However, when there's a clear contradiction to the original minik, he gives an example. When to say hoshanis, the nusach svarit says hoshanis on sukkus right after halal, and nusach ashkenaz says hoshanis after musaf. Under those circumstances, since there's a contradiction between the original minik and the new minik, they should follow. Um, the original minic. Again, Ramosha says that's only as far as the tzibur is concerned. However, when it comes to the yachid, this is Ramosha there in Shuvah Simon Chaf Gimel, the yachid should be, could say and follow his own minhagim unless he should try to make, he says, Ramosha says, but you have to be careful not to make it public. On the other hand, Ramosha, in that same chalik, in Simon Tzadik Dalid, has a discussion that, let's say your minig is not to say halal on, your minig is not to say halal on Pesach at night. And you're davening in a shul that does say halal. Sir Moshe says, you should say halal. The only thing Ramosha says is don't say the bracha. And if you won't say the bracha, it won't be that noticeable that you're not saying the bracha. People really aren't going to notice if you say the bracha or not. And therefore, we could be um, more makel. Ramosha, in that chalik as well, in Simon Kuftalid, however, does say there's an issue. He says, We know 
that when one davens out loud, he, he davens with more kavana. So now we have the following challenge. On one hand, if we're going to daven out loud, we're going to not be allowed, we won't be allowed to daven our nusach, because it'll be different than everybody else in the community. If we're going to be davening quietly, we'll be able to daven our nusach. So what's better? Should one daven quietly his nusach, or should one daven out loud and be able to daven better? It seems that it is the opinion of Ramosha that davening out loud and following the nusach that the shul is davening is a better thing to do than to daven your own nusach. Rav Sternbuch and the Shiles of Chuvas Chuvas van Hogis, Chalik Beis, Simon Nun Gimel, speaks about this, um, says that when we establish a shul, we have to follow the Roiv. If Roiv, whatever is the minig of the Roiv, is what should be davened. He discusses a question, apparently, I think it was in South Africa where he was the Roiv for a while. He says that that shul um, was davening always Nusach Ashkenaz. So on one hand, he says as follows, if the shul cannot exist without the people who want to daven a different Nusach, there's room to be lenient. Because without people, you can't, without support for the shul, you can't have a shul. And therefore there's room to be lenient. Apparently the issue over there is where the shul can survive without, has the financial ability to survive. The issue is, you need to have people. And it seems, he has a very interesting psaac. It seems that during the week, most of the people who come to shul during the week want to have a nusuk svar, and if you want to have them there during the week, you won't necessarily have me. On Shabbos, you'll have enough for the people who have a nusuk ashkenaz available that they could have a nusuk ashkenaz. So he says under those circumstances, they should have a nusuk svar all week. And they should have a Nusach Ashkenaz on Shabbos. There are a number of Chuvas in the Paiskim along the same lines of one community having different Minhogim. Ramosha in Arachayim, Chayl Gimel, Simon Peites discusses in Nusach Sfard, when they say Tachnun, they say Vidui during the week before they say Tachnan. And Nusach Ashkenaz does not. So let's say someone who's davening Nusach Ashkenaz is davening in such a shul, says Ramosha, he should follow the Minig Hamokim and say the Vidui during the week. Rav Ozner, in the Shalas of Tshuvah Shevet Alevi, Chelek Ches Simen Chof discusses the following issue. He says, and this is critical as we start completing our sugyas, our shiurim on the sugya of Leises He says, there's a school, there's a yeshiva, a Yaakov, that has a mixed population, the people that have a Nusach Sfarad and the people that have a Nusach Ashkenash. So now there are two options, he says. One option is to have One option is to have two separate minyanim, one who daven Svarim and one who daven Ashkenaz. 
And the other option is to have one minion, even though not everybody is going to be davening with the same nusach. He says, the entire issue of Lois's Goyahu is to avoid machlaikas. Isn't this the greatest machlaikas? That in one school you have two minyonim, that the Talmidim of one yeshiva can't all daven in the same, can't all daven together, all because we're worried about Lois's Goyahu. This is the greatest license got to do when they can't daven together and they should daven together and everybody davening with their nusach. And interestingly, I saw from Ravavad Yosef in the Shalos Atshuvas Yichavadas Chelik Vav Simen Ches. So it's well known that Ravavad Yosef felt that one should not stand. It's based on Atshuvas Harambam the one should not stand during the Aserah Sedebris. He has very, very strong rise and he has very strong opinion about this. But we know that most people who daven, who daven Nusach Ashkenaz, not daven, most people who are Ashkenazim do stand by the Aserah Sedebris. He says, what happens if somebody who follow, who's a Svardi and they don't stand by Aserah Sedebris is davening in a shul where they stand by the service of Dibras. What should he do? So Ravadi Yosef Paskins, as much as he feels that it's inappropriate to stand by the service of Dibras, as much as he feels that it's inappropriate to stand by the service of Dibras, still one should not be different than everybody else. And if everybody's standing by the service of Dibras, he should do so as well. What he does say is that don't necessarily get up right before they read their Saras Adibris. What the person should do, he says, is get up at the beginning of that aliyah or stand for the entire Purisatayra. So like that, you're not getting up specifically only for the Saras Adibris, which as we're discussing, he holds is inappropriate. You should just, you're getting up just for, you're getting up for laning, you're getting up for the Kriya Satyra, and that's part of it. There's also a very interesting shuva from the Avni Nazar in Eurachayim Simen Chavtes, that even though, as we've been learning, we follow the Raif, we follow the established Minig, he says if there is a Godel, if everybody's dabbling in a shul because they want to dabble with this Rosh Hashiva, or they want to dabble with this Rav, they want to dabble with this Rebbe, then it could be we follow that person's minig, even though he himself is the only individual who has that, who, he's the only individual who has that minig. Um, in conclusion, there's a beautiful vart from the Chayzel Lublin. The Chayzel Lublin says, we know that in Nusach Ashkenaz, they say Mizmashir Chanukah Sabayis before Haidu. In Nusach Sfard, they say Haidu before Mizmashir Chanukah Sabayis. So he says, even though they may have a disagreement if Mizmashir comes first or Haidu comes first, they all arrive at Baruch Shomer together. What does that mean? We have different Menhagim, but we can't lose sight that what is our job 
What is our place in this world? Baruch Sha'omar Vahoya Oilam. To do our voidus Hashem and to do our voidus Hashem without machlaikas.